0: Charting a course for sustainable space, this is Space to Grow, an AstroScale and Market Scale podcast with your hosts, Chris Blackerby and Charity Whedon. Hey, everyone. This is Chris Blackerby, the CEO of AstroScale, and I'm here as always with Charity. Hey, Charity.
1: Hey, everyone. How are you?
0: Uh, so today we have a special bonus episode. We're still new in our podcasting era here, but... We have a bonus episode today with space to grow going to the movies. So uh Charity, we all know that Astroscale is passionate about space sustainability, right?
1: Yes. And just a little caveat on that. We didn't actually go to the movies because ah, right true. now, you know, pandemic. We went to our couches.
0: Yeah, and that's that's as close as we can get. And we didn't really watch it together. We watched it separately, but now we'll review it together. And what we'll- I'm getting ahead of myself. Hold on a second. So First, what we're talking about here is um, orbital sustainability. That's what Astroscale is all about. We want to see the development of our orbital ecosystem, but we want to see it done sustainably. Uh, And We talked in our opening episode that's out now. Go listen to that first uh, about how important satellite data from space is and how we're more reliant on it every day in our company, Astroscale was founded on this idea that we want to remove debris that is currently in orbit and we want to mitigate the risks of future debris. We want to make sure that we grow the space ecosystem in a sustainable manner. So our name, AstroScale. Uh, Let me talk about our name really quickly here. Uh, It comes from the merging of astro, obviously, stars, uh, space, uh, and scale. And the scale in AstroScale is about balance, a balance between development and sustainability. So that's That's where the astro scale comes in, and that's where we are focused on. But those of us on the team and those of us who follow us and know the company know that we also call ourselves Space Sweepers. We have the name on our t-shirts, on our hoodies, on our website. We talk about us being a team of Space Sweepers. Uh, Whenever a new baby is born to a team member, we say, welcome to a new Space Sweeper. We are Space Sweepers. And if you're a Netflix subscriber, you will have seen that (laughs) last week a new movie came on called, wait for it, Space Sweepers. Space
1: Sweepers.
0: (laughs) So we saw it and uh, we saw it coming. It's a a Korean movie. It's the first Korean space blockbuster uh, that they put together and it's about cleaning up space debris. So we're in a movie called Space Sweepers. We assume cleaning up space debris. Let's do this. Uh, but is it really about space debris cleanup? Um, that's a question. So Charity and I are here to give you uh, a rundown of the movie, uh, what it was about, our thoughts on the movie, uh, and then at the toward the end of the episode, we're going to count down uh, our five uh, favorite space movies that have a focus on uh, su- some aspect of sustainability. So um, to kick us off, Charity. Can you give us a rundown of the movie Space Sweepers? And I should say there probably will be some spoilers ahead.
1: Oh, big big time spoilers. Yeah. So we, we should just set out set that out right at the beginning. Yeah. Spoiler alert. We're going we're going to dissect this thing. So if you <laughs> haven't seen it, check movie, it out.
0: Yeah. Check it out. Um so uh Charity, turn it over to you. Let's let, let us know what was what was Space Sweepers about.
1: Sure, sure. Okay. So imagine it's the year 2092. Pollution is out of control, and resources on Earth are scarce. The wealthy have long since exited Earth to a temporary orbiting Earth, which looks like paradise, and where the CEO and the inhabitants presumably can live well beyond a typical human lifetime. But to survive those left on Earth, some of them have to resort to space sweeping, and that is collecting junk in orbit that has been abandoned what we call today salvage Uh, and on one such sweeping mission a little girl is found who turns out to be more than meets the eye and from there there's lots of character development fighting and chasing scenes and a lively journey to outsmart the villain so will earth be left behind for good along with the less fortunate and what are the secrets this little girl holds so that's, that's my Whoa. initial oversight I'm of it. in. Oh, yes. listen to that
0: explanation. <laughs> okay. And
1: like you said, it's on Netflix. It is directed by Jo Sung-hee, and the cast uh, consists of Song Jun ki Kim tae Jin Sung-kyu, Yoo Hai-jin, Richard Armitage, and Park Yi-ren. Now, I became a bit of a, a Korean space movie buff, or fan, I'm not a buff, um, you know, ever since... Um, Parasite came out. I really love that movie. So I was very intrigued to see what a space blockbuster would look like. So here we are. We're going to go through this and, you know, kind of bring some parallels to what Chris and I are talking about when it comes to space and sustainability. So let's just start it off with your just generic um, thoughts on the movie, Chris. What did you think?
0: So um it wasn't really about space cleanup so i was a little disappointed at the front because it was more than just uh it wasn't about the the the, the space sweepers were the were the focus at the start uh you know there's a group of international uh you know and that's one the cool thing about it is it's very internationally focused uh in orbit that these various um these groups are out there trying to clean up space and uh all of them are racing to pick up this debris cuz they can bring it back and uh and get money for it that's the that's the the premise but it goes way beyond that it becomes something of a um a kind of a action movie in space so i was i was front Which is
1: off That's good you need that. It is
0: they <laughs> they created a lot more debris than they cleaned. I oh. would say.
1: <laughs> and they racked up the fines for that. <laughs>
0: They did, so it was it was it was intri- it was cool. I mean, it was uh, it was very into it, uh, and so the overall um, uh, feeling of the movie it was enjoyable. Uh, uh, I liked it, but it was it was more of a, an action movie in space than than something that focused on sustainability of space, which is not bad. It's just a little <laughs> different than what we're than we were focused on. Um, I did love the technology stuff. Uh, so you see, in the first part, like they use a space elevator to to get up there. Uh, which was which was super cool, I mean everyone talks about using space elevators and that 's that 's something that they use to go up
1: yeah, the space
0: elevator yeah, yeah. that 's how that 's how they got into orbit, so uh we see that as I think a really cool technology, and then the automatic translators, I think are something that is is gonna come like everybody has earpieces, and so no matter what language they 're talking it 's just you know translated into whatever language you want it to be. So I see those really cool um, technology advancements were something that hit me off the front, and then the um, the founder of this this company in space. uh, You said it's twenty ninety two, and they said at one point he's one hundred and fifty two years old.
1: Yeah, I was doing the math
0: too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. World War (laughs) World War Two started. World War Two born, and he referenced it later in the movie too. Um, So what's that? Nineteen forty born. So yeah, uh, you know. So there was some there's some. Pretty cool technology aspects of it, I thought.
1: Okay, like any movie, you have to have a healthy suspense of disbelief. Of course, of okay. Course. And you know, I saw the elevator coming. And I was like, "Oh, that's cool. Oh, oh, you know, magnetic shoes, just like a Caspans." I mean, I'm like, "That's neat." And then it gets, and then they show the flat Earth above Earth, <laughs> and I'm like, "Hey, that's weird, right?" <laughs> the the <laughs> the you know utopian vision, and it's like this bubble, yes, but it's yes flat. Yes, yes. Yes. So they built a flat Earth. They literally built weird. a flat
0: Earth. And it wasn't it wasn't rotating, was it? It was just sitting up there. I don't know. Yeah, I don't yeah. know. How they, they had, had that the mirror. Gravity. Yeah. They
1: had a mirror I think that was um, you know, uh putting solar rays on it or something. So, you know, okay, that's fine. This is a science fiction ish movie. Um, you know, a lot of a lot of things that, you know, orbital mechanics, of course, for um <laughs> you know Engineering focus, folks, would you know drive you a little crazy, just like Star Wars does, right? To be honest, yeah, you, know, you can't watch it, yeah, you
0: can't happen. watch it from that perspective, right? Because no, no, it's no. just you would spend the whole time criticizing things, but
1: but you know what? I saw there is tethers. Did you see the use of tethers to pick up the debris? Yes, yes, did I catch that right?
0: I seemed like it, yeah. Um, they yeah, were so they, and they and they would grab it from various um uh points, right? That kind of like hit it from a few different areas to, I don't know if that would be rotation slowing, but they, you know, they didn't really focus on that too much. It's something more focused on an Scout, but <laughs>
1: You know, they made it very exciting, um, yeah. spacing, uh, sweeping up space. Like it was like action. There was people chasing them, you know, vying for the same resources and look super du- duper dangerous. I mean, in reality, if you're going to rendezvous with another object, you're going to go, <laughs> you know relative velocity is going to be super high probably mm. but mm. you'll want to slow that down mm. at yeah some there wasn't point. any but of that yeah thought given that's to okay. It. Yeah. But, that's okay yeah but you know, maybe number 2 they can <laughs> refer to some some folks out there that's well
0: like, and and so just you know a message to anybody connected who's listening if you need a consultant for number 2 uh, mm-hmm. i i know a company that's focused on space debris <laughs> cleanup that maybe can help you just putting that out there
1: you know i want to talk about the big debris though yeah. um these are uh, leftover pieces of, a lot of it was human um, uh, habitats and large pieces. But the problem today is about the little pieces as well. I didn't see many little pieces like, you know, pinging off the side of spaceships or anything. But of course, you have to have something visual. So the big pieces of debris makes sense to have those.
0: Yeah, when the little pieces all got created, certainly when they banged into like that solar array or things, I mean, whenever there was some kind of action, if they got there's a bunch of little pieces out there, certainly, um, in the movie, but uh, they didn't really show it though, so much.
1: Yeah. I mean, another thing I noticed, which is more science fiction, but I'm getting into science fact, is exoskeletons. The yeah. use of those was prevalent. Yeah. yeah. And electromagnetic pulses as a yep. weapon. Yep. Yeah, a of yeah. that going on.
0: And you mentioned uh, just now the Expanse as you were talking talking earlier and there was a lot of parallels there from the technologies uh and also though the the socioeconomic struggle uh you know we talked about the uh talked about chasing after trash and those people are chasing after trash because they don't have money uh you know the dude who's the main the main male character you know has holes in his socks and had to give away his shoes yeah uh and so you know it's uh it's interesting um to to show you know what's what's happening on earth all the time and then how that translates into orbit and that's the expanse does that really well
1: it's a it has a huge dystopian vibe about it right and a class warfare kind of level uh, conflict going on that we see in a lot of you know the expanse might have some of that as well um which makes it for very interesting you know watching i think
0: yeah it does and it and it, it brings up this you know it's a really interesting concept we always talk about the excitement of going to the moon going to mars but and obviously we'll hopefully be using um you know robotic technology for a lot of that development but there's going to need to be people there and uh who are the people that are going to be <laughs> uh living on the moon living on mars living in orbit that's going to support what it's going to take to get there it's uh it's an interesting that I think we as a space community need to be thinking about. I mean it's a, it's a next order issue. <laughs> you know, it's let's get up there first. But uh but, but it is something to consider.
1: There's so much to unpack here. Like corporate citizenship. I mean, how how I mean, I've seen that in other movies like, you know, everything's owned by corporations. Um automatic deduction of, you know, salaries and mm. you know, fees and and it's it's a you know, the economics was interesting to to look at you know the, the worthwhile of these pieces of salvage that you know the the humans that were left on earth needed to go up to survive and and how they created this economic model around that um, I found that really interesting
0: yeah yeah and uh, I mean the whole the whole theme too was was you know, about that economics it was driving to uh, first go to that flat earth in orbit and then eventually on to Mars, right? That was the, the motivation of the, uh, of that founder, the UTS guy. And to
1: terraform Mars, right? That yeah. was, I mean, it's a, a common thread up, you know, uh, up here, I don't today, uh, to think about that as, you know, um, getting out of, you know, in case we need to leave earth, that we need to have a second home. But, um, it kind of reminds you that there's not going to be a lot of people that we can populate outside of earth
0: yeah um it's it, it's uh it's a it's a it's a challenge and again we're're we're, we're still decades from that I mean you know we're still just getting up there and uh you know the the first step is to again it's it's going to come back to this idea and it didn't focus on it as much, but this idea of making sure that first step into leo is done in a sustainable manner uh and i think in the movie it wasn't so much and and there was actually one really good um summary of the situation uh by that reporter who met an untimely end uh the uh the guy who was kind of the trying to get the truth of the of the main bad guy you know what i'm talking about oh yeah and and he actually gave it was i was waiting for it and he gave like a great 30 second like summary of what the problem is. He said, "Space is full of trash. You know, there's all this scrap metal up here, and there's discarded rockets." And he was like, "Ah, there it is. This is the guy. He's doing it. Yeah." But then he got killed. So, um, <laughs> <laughs> spoiler alert. <laughs> <laughs> we gave you warnings, everybody. So,
1: <laughs> I mean, you know, and watching this, I'm like, you know, this is setting up for you know, space is only for the rich, but that can't happen, and and it's hopefully not going to happen. You know, in reality, that space is for everyone. We use space here on Earth every single day, and enjoying space and getting to explore it should be for everyone as well.
0: Yeah, but it's just it's it's going to be a tough step to make. Um, It's going to be really tough, and it's something that we all we're all going to have to um, have to balance with. And it's and and the whole international cooperation aspect as well. Back to that, uh, you know, everyone, all of the space sweepers were. We're talking in multiple languages from multiple countries. I love that. Yeah,
1: I I thought that was really cool. Um, a lot of you know diversity of of you know the the humans left on Earth. Uh, not so much diversity on the on the flat planet, but
0: um. <laughs> no, now, I, I I think, and I think that was intentional, right? I mean, it was very clear. Yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, it was uh, a very um, yeah. Of course, white. I was
1: cheering for that. The Canadian. That was. <laughs> You remember that?
0: Yes, of course. You had a Canadian flag we're, we're, in the background, right?
1: Well, yeah, and kind of wearing like a typical, just like to really recognize that this person is from this country and this person's from this country. Yeah, yeah. Um, I thought that was important to do. Yeah,
0: no, it was. It was good to. It was good to show that international cooperation aspect of it. But, um, and then you know we're not really the the, the movie itself. It it dives into. It gets kind of emotional, actually. Right? There is some, um, some good scenes of like family connections and uh uh sacrifices and and things like that so it's it's got a lot of it's got a lot of aspects to it that and that we're slapstick. not going into yeah it had there some. Was, there it. was
1: there was one part where it was just like down, downright funny like yeah. and a lot of act you know active kind of slapstick comedy going on that was fun
0: well the robot was cool what was the robot's name bubs 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 was good
1: good old bubs <laughs>
0: <laughs> um on the on the uh another thing on the uh environmental or uh debris aspect of it one thing i noticed that was cool too on the technology side is they had a big space recycling center uh in oh, orbit I didn't catch that yeah and so they were bringing some of the things they were bringing some of that trash back to this big space recycling center um so you uh, know that's, that's right. something and they blew it up yeah 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 and <laughs> 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 they blew it up yeah again more space debris created so you know again not 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 nitpicking it but the amount of space debris that was created yeah. in that movie is significant
1: but it's leo it's okay <laughs> it's all down. coming
0: down it's all coming down just 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 wait a century 20 20 years um,
1: i just have one more quick question and then maybe we can kind of rate it yeah. here on space to grow yep. but what are nanobots <laughs>
0: tiny are robots
1: in space yeah <laughs> They're like plasma, flex of light. That well, that and that was that was changed. a big
0: part of the theme, right? Was the nanobots, right? That mm-hmm. that, that yeah, like covered the kind of spaceship the day, and yeah, it. in the end saved the day. So, um, we'll have to look it up. Nanobots. I should have done it beforehand.
1: I think that's <laughs> very intriguing. Yes,
0: nanobots. Um, I oh, I also noticed they had a space. They talked about a space debris field in the Lagrangian points. Did you catch that?
1: Yes. And, I, that was and an then interesting and then at Lagrangian some things just can't get destroyed. I'm yeah. trying to follow that, but yes
0: uh, I don't know if that's where we want to be collecting all of our space debris. We use it for other purposes now, of course Lagrangian points but
1: yeah and and I guess for the listeners, Lagrangian points, oh gosh, I'm gonna have to <laughs> describe a Lagrangian point is is a, a you know a specific area between the earth and the Sun where the gravity is balanced. And so, you don't necessarily orbit, but you're stationary.
0: And there are several of them. So, they're important. In the Earth, Moon, Sun area. True. Uh And so, uh, they are. And so, to say they put all of the debris there in the Lagrangian point, I guess it stays there. But, interesting. Um, so, what do we think? Should we give it a rating?
1: Yeah, but... How are we going to rate this? So this?
0: we were we were thinking about how to rate it. Charity and I were, and we want to do something clever. And so, um, I don't know. I don't know if this is clever enough, but this is an idea that we were talking about. So everybody knows the Kessler syndrome. Uh, Donald Kessler, famous NASA scientist, who uh, opined in the late '70s that we need to maintain sustainability in orbit, and if we keep launching uh, spacecraft and we don't bring them down, then it's going to be a problem. And so the Kessler syndrome is now a, a widely recognized um, uh, issue that that we in the space community are always talking about and trying to avoid. A uh, Kessler syndrome means like a increase in debris, uh, a runaway effect. Yeah, uh, of of debris that that cascades cascading impact of debris that uh, if there's one accident it creates a bunch of pieces of debris and that creates a lot more opportunity for debris uh, and then pretty soon we get to an orbit that is that is unsustainable so we're going to rate this movie on Kessler's. How many Kessler's would you give this? One out of five one out of five Kessler's. What do you say Charity for well, space sweepers?
1: What is one worth? What is five? Which one's the better? Five
0: is the better. One is okay. the worst.
1: <laughs> I want to get that right <laughs> Um You know, in today's day and age where, or right now during the pandemic, you know, it's hard to get good entertainment. Uh, it's hard to sit back and suspend your disbelief and, and just enjoy something and, and have it relate to your day-to-day job. And so for that alone, I'm giving this five Kesslers.
0: Five Kesslers. You're starting high. I am. Wow. Wow. That's big. So, um, Charity's going going all in on on space sweepers from the start
1: i am i'm a fan
0: um i i i enjoyed it uh and uh I watched with my wife who's not really a space person and she was interested and intrigued so that's good It's nice to see when there's someone who's not going really to space is really getting into it so that's good um i I liked a lot of the themes that came up on it. I liked a lot of the technologies and it had some good thought provoking aspects and uh uh, I, I, the, the whole, uh, space, um, you know, fighting in space movies, I, I, am I'm, I'm outing myself here, but I'm not really into those as much. So even like the whole star Wars stuff, you know, it's not really my, my thing as much. So I'm going to, I'm going to drop it a little bit. I'm saying three, three Kesslers. You're
1: kicked out of the space club. Sorry,
0: Chris. <laughs> no, I'm expanding the space club. I'm redefining okay. what it means to be part <laughs> of the space club. <laughs> So I'm saying three casters, but overall, good. Overall, okay. well okay. worth the time to watch. Uh, and uh, it gives a lot of things to think about. And uh, yeah, it was exciting. So uh, what we'll do now, everyone, um, let's see. We're going to go, Charity, into a quick review of uh, our five top five favorite uh, space movies. But space movies that are focused on some aspect of sustainability and have something else to say about Uh, about a sustainable, not just a sustainable uh, space environment, but a sustainable Earth environment and interpersonal environment. Uh, And so this got us thinking, Space Sweepers movie, got us thinking about uh, all of those movies that we've seen in the past that have this focus. So why don't we do it this way, Charity? I don't know your list. You don't know my list. Let's do a countdown five to one. And we go back and forth. So you give me your five, I'll give you my my number five. Then you give me your four, I'll give you my four. With a movie, and and
1: five is the lowest.
0: Again, five. (laughs) (laughs) We're switching our metric. Five is the lowest. Five is the the number. Yeah, it's it's not. You know, it's still it still makes the top five. But um, yeah, five is the lowest. So, and then with a quick explanation of of each one. uh, So you start. Go for it.
1: Sure. Um, Okay, my number five would be gravity. Um, it's, it doesn't talk to kind of the whole earth environments and sustainability. It's more about what happens in orbit and low earth orbit at that, but on the list of things to do with space and long-term sustainability of space and the impact of debris specifically gravity is a good movie.
0: So this is going to be a super boring conversation if it goes along this path. My number five <laughs> is gravity. Ah, <laughs> uh so agree it's the well it's the poster child for orbital sustainability right if you um if you haven't seen it you got to check it out uh george clooney sandra bullock uh you know we talk about nitpicking um specifics on technology yeah there's a lot of there's a lot of concerns there's a lot of issues we could have whole podcasts about the concerns of gravity uh and and how it how it uh deals with technology and orbital dynamics and and everything um but it, it, the, the, the threat that it highlights is important. And I've talked to astronauts who were advisors on it and they say that it was the most realistic depiction of what it's like in Leo when you're looking at the earth uh, and and you're feeling that, that that connection was really good. So, um, you know, awesome movie for that reason. Okay. Number four.
1: Okay. Number four. Um, I'm kind of expanding your definition of sustainability and, and kind of bringing in more that the class warfare kind Mm. of vibes i get from space movies Mm. and i'd say the fifth element is one of those you go off planet to go to the the super chic place and it's only for special people and rich people and just that kind of vibe i'm getting and and just want to bring that one up as my number four
0: that's a great movie and it's a really rewatchable movie it's one that whenever when when you know when when I had cable and you then you'd scroll through like what movies are on whenever that one came on I'd be like yeah yeah I'm in I'm staying to watch that so definitely yeah Multitask. that's a fantastic movie um, okay I'm also um, expanding the, the sustainability on, uh, on on earth and orbit and expanding that out to just sustainability in harsh environments generally so I'm going with the Martian at number four mm-hmm. okay um, so mm-hmm. this is uh, you know being in an environment which is incredibly difficult to survive, finding a way to make sure you survive—it's only one person, but uh, using the resources uh, that you have at your disposal to make sure you survive—I uh, think was such a such a cool uh, message, uh, and and making sure that you um, that you you do everything you can to 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 make it. Uh, is and then also the support of the of the teams and it's just such an I think just such an awesome movie so um, so I go number four.
1: Uh, that does not surprise me in the least. Yeah, Chris <laughs> using that one. <laughs> um, okay, so my number three is Wall-E, <sighs> and I chose Wall-E because of that really really cool um, you know at the beginning when Wall-E has to crash through that orbital debris, but it's really about Sustainability in humans on Earth. Luckily, in Disney Pixar films, you can just snap your fingers and hop on a ship to go to another planet. Um, and of course, the the changes that would happen in humans. I mean, the whole the whole concept of can we even live in space long term um, gets glossed over. But it, some of the elements of that of what happens to our bodies uh, came up. So that's my number three.
0: I think Wally is one of the most scary movies I've ever seen one of the most frightening frightening like Disney horror. it it, in a way it is it's a depiction i mean of of what humanity could be if we oh. uh if we go down a certain route uh, uh you know both uh the the debris in orbit the uh, unsustainable earth and then also what humans are on that space station you know the big just blobs sitting there focused on entertainment right in front of their face um that's that's a tough one. So it's good that Wally saved them in the end. But yeah, love Wally. That's a great one. Um, so my number three again. I'm going a little bit different. I, I kind of I kind of expanded our definition here of sustainability. And in this one, I'm uh, focused on a movie that where people make again something out of nothing. Finding uh, how you can take a difficult situation, uh, take the resources at your disposal and and make sure that you're able to survive and it's not a sustainability movie but it's just such an awesome movie apollo 13 Mm. i mean you know people in a in and again a harsh environment a situation where there's no reason that they could that they could make it and they have a certain amount of materials at their disposal they have people on earth to help them they're in and in obviously in, in space trying to return a damaged spacecraft and they have to put something together so in a way there's this image of uh recycling uh and uh and and using basically things that would be probably trash <laughs> you know they just kind of say "Oh, we have this plastic bag and this and we put this together to create an air filter uh and it's just such a it's just such an incredible movie um and it's really the only one on my list that is a, well, it is the only one on the list that's a real movie, like a, a historical, real-life real movie. So You know,
1: I, I used to listen to that soundtrack as inspiration. Mm. <laughs> it is an amazing soundtrack, especially the launch sequence. Yeah. Um, I haven't heard it in a while, so it makes me want to go back and listen.
0: So like before you go jogging or something, you put it on and you're like, let's do this. Yeah, yeah, it's great. <laughs>
1: Okay. So, uh, number two, again, to the, the, the top ones, the top of the top. Yeah. Uh, this one is about overusing resources and mm. having to find them elsewhere off earth and doing just as bad of a job in sustainability off earth as, mm. as on earth. And that is avatar. Ooh. Um, you know, looking for new you know, resources and energy, And uh, making the same mistake over and over again. And I do worry about that happening off Earth today and as we go towards the lunar environment as well. So Avatar is my number two.
0: Yeah, Avatar is a great movie. Man, I haven't seen that in so long. I want to I got to check that out again. That's so good. Yeah, and it is. It's all about environmentalism. Really, that's the whole focus of that movie, isn't it? Is is uh, is environmentalism. That's the theme of it. So that's cool. Um, all right. I have my last two again are a bit different. My, my number two is a small movie, and I'm curious if you've seen it, Charity. Uh, it, it epitomizes, it has aspects of the class struggle aspect. Um, you know, taking advantage of, uh, a working class, uh, by a larger corporation. Uh, it has aspects of, um, resource mining in space. Uh, and it's just really interesting. It's called Moon. Have you seen Moon?
1: I have seen that. I did. Do you remember it? Vaguely.
0: Watch (laughs) it again. It's so good. He's
1: alone on the moon. He's
0: alone on the moon, and he's mining the moon. He works for a company that's mining helium-3, and he goes out and uh, picks up these helium-3 canisters and then sends them back, and he's on a three-year tour, uh, and his tour is is uh is just about to finish uh when the when the movie starts and I won't give any spoilers on this because it is such an awesome movie uh but it focuses on aspects of um i don't know psychology uh emotional well being uh class struggle uh, uh resource mining uh so it's it's a, it's and, and so there's all of these have flows of sustainability in there but uh Sam Rockwell I think is the guy who's the yeah. who's the character it's basically him it's basically one person uh in in the movie so it's um it's awesome so highly recommend moon as as a movie
1: mm, okay um well, this is really interesting we're not picking the same ones yeah no you know, i thought that too fifth. Yeah. so i'm wondering if we have the same top one i don't think I'm we wondering. do i don't i don't think we do <laughs> really nope okay because nope. right. again
0: well, I, I i expanded my <laughs> definition so we don't i'm okay. almost sure of it but go ahead
1: um all right so my top one is again about sustaining earth and having to go off planet to um survive and the difference between today and this movie and what it depicts is um you know there's some amazing ideas about you know stretching the laws of physics and that is interstellar Mm -hmm. um yeah Yeah. the problem is i mean it's a little unbelievable of course you know going through wormholes and finding other planets, et cetera, but it's really enjoyable and gets to the theme of, you know, what do we do to, um, extend our lives here on earth and, and how are we going to set up a new, you know, hopefully not have to, but set up, uh, uh, for survival, a new place to live.
0: And, and it's a, and it's a movie that just messes with your mind in terms of the space time continuum, um, yeah, but, yeah. <laughs> but it's awesome. Uh, it's a great movie. I love it too. Uh, it is not my number one though. Wow. So my number one, and I had to kind of as I've done through this whole list, um, you know, tweak around what the definitions of sustainability are, but my number one is focused on not environmental or socioeconomic distinctions, but on sustainability as supported by communication, international cooperation, uh and and language, um, and it's arrival. Do you know arrival?
1: I haven't seen that. Oh
0: so good so good
1: isn't that earth based though it's earth based but it's okay. about so
0: i get...
1: <laughs> oh, god's space connection <laughs> I'm like don't say contact don't say contact
0: no it's not It's not contact but it is earth based so um but it obviously has a space movie cuz it's about and i don't think i'm giving anything away but uh alien spacecraft coming down to earth uh and basically these big um obelisks uh come down and hover over 12 different spots uh on earth and uh so i'm stretching the bounds of of space movie to include this i think this can firmly be kept in a space movie uh discussion we can have this discussion the same way people talk about is die hard a christmas movie or not yeah, huh. so we can say okay. is a rival of space movie i think it is but it focuses on issues of um of of language and the importance of communication uh and international cooperation all of these obelisks uh come down in different countries uh and how people work together and how we're going to need that to sustain uh, cooperation both on Earth and in space. And uh, when threats come from space, be they orbital debris or other civilizations coming down, uh, we're going to have to work together to get through it and to make sure that we can um, we can develop this in a sustainable way. So it's a bit different, but check out Arrival. You'd love it, Charity. So uh, that's it. That is uh, our... Top five space movies focus sort of on sustainability and sort of on space. It's really
1: top nine, isn't it?
0: It's really top nine. Ten Mm -hmm.
1: good movies with space sweepers.
0: Yes. We've just run through ten good movies with space sweepers. So, uh, you know, I'm sure there's significant disagreement among listeners about whether we were completely off base or we have the right points. So we'd love to hear from you. We don't have any, like, uh, uh, podcast email set up yet, but you can find Charity and I on all aspects of social media. So um, connect to us, friend us, LinkedIn us, tweet at us uh, if you have some ideas about what we were missing out on. Um, Anything else, Charity, from you?
1: No, that's good. This has been a lot of fun. Um, It's good to actually think about the arts and how we can dream and put that down on a film about the problems that we're encountering today and what that looks like in the future. So it's all good.
0: Definitely, definitely. And uh, stay tuned. We've got some uh, awesome uh, Space to Grow guests coming up uh, in the next few episodes. So uh, I hope you continue to listen and continue to keep in touch. Thanks, everyone.
1: Bye-bye.